Well, speaking of Biden, on Saturday night, he gave some remarks at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. Yep, Biden made jokes about his age, Ron DeSantis, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and Fox News. Afterwards, he called me up and said, Jimmy, I got to say, your job's not that hard. You know, uh, it wouldn't even be surprising if uh, Jimmy Fallon, who no one watches, got a call from the President of the United States. <laughs> and, uh, and honestly, Jimmy Fallon's job isn't that hard. He's got 22 writers and only tells three bad jokes a night. Uh, $16, $18 million. A, uh... Yeah, Rosie. Had Rosie on. What did uh, uh, what uh, what she call herself? Um, see, I can't actually call her what she called herself because it would be impolite. And far be it for me to be impolite. My mother raised me better than that. I was even polite to Joe Biden the other night for for the love and Kamala Harris. See, I, you know, if I had said that, that would be impolite. But as long as she's. Uh, saying it herself about herself, I think it's okay uh, in uh, some fashion. Well, happy Tuesday to you and uh, welcome. I didn't really get into the White House Correspondents' Dinner thing last night, uh, but we did have a, uh, a contest yesterday on Al Gore's Amazing Internet with uh, a, a, you know, a caption contest, posted a couple of photos of myself up on the big stage shaking hands with the, amazingly, the President of the United States, Joseph Robinette Biden. And uh, then as I was leaving the stage, stopped to have a very pleasant exchange with Kamala. Kamala, she told me she loved my show. She loved my show. She said, it's really wonderful. It's just such a, a clever, funny show. And she said, you know, I listen to NPR every day. I listen to every, uh, NPR every day. And uh, not, uh, not the show that she thought it was, I believe. But I'll get into that a little bit uh, later on. I, I did want to wait for the, the photo caption contest to share some of that with you from from our wonderful and beloved listeners across this great land. Um, and we got uh, Joe Biden. He was out there. He was angry again yesterday. He's uh, angry like the sea. And uh, he was lashing out at those terrible, awful Republicans who have already passed a, an increase in the debt limit because God knows the Democrats want to keep increasing the debt. It's part of the Cloward and Piven strategy, a couple of radical left-wing college professors who came up with a plot you many years ago to bankrupt the United States of America and capitalism worldwide because, you know, they're socialists, let's be honest. And, and as Vladimir Lenin said, the goal of socialism is communism and uh, be on the lookout for the Democrat Party because, you know, speaking of transgenderism, uh, who was speaking? Well, I did mention the, the Democrats. Uh, more transgender news because they're just these people. They, uh, they can't what is the matter with them? And can they leave the children alone? The answer is no. No, they can't. They're coming for the children. It's all about the children. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi uh, loves to be close to the children. Joe Biden loves to sniff and smell the children. There is a uh, photograph that is out there on the Internet, and a friend of mine sent it to me and said, is that Joe Biden sniffing you? Is he sniffing you there? Because it looked like he was probably sniffing me a bit there. And I said, well, I did smell very good. I did smell very good on on Saturday night, as I as I always do, I'm a very clean person. I'm very clean, very clean indeed. You know, it's a clean machine. I'm so clean. Um, but the uh, there is a lot of news to get to because the Democrats just keep giving me uh, cup loads of crazy. Boy, uh, let me t Bud Light. We were talking about this just before the show, and and what constitutes, I guess, our morning meeting, and um, uh, Bud Light sales. Bud Light sales. 
according to the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, home of the Anheuser-Busch uh, headquarters in the United States of America. Uh, never mind the InBev thing. That's uh, another level altogether. Bud Light sales continue to plummet. This is, uh, again, St. Louis Post-Dispatch, which is naturally left-wing because it's a mainstream newspaper. Bud Light sales continue to plummet after transgender marketing controversy. What happened to that really dim-witted woman from Harvard and the Wharton School that came up with this lame-brained idea? She was uh, placed on leave, on leave, probably still paying her just to shut her up so she doesn't go on MSNBC and uh, dressed up like a man and trash the place. But sales of Bud Light have been plunging since, the, like a neckline uh, on a man. Bud Light sales have been plunging since the company enlisted the help of transgender influencer. That's a job title now, influencer. You don't have to be anything or ever have done anything in your life or have accomplished anything. You don't have to be intelligent. You don't have to be an author. You don't, you don't have to be creative. You're just an influencer for no reason at all. It's one of the big problems we have in our culture right now, as a matter of fact. So the transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney in a marketing campaign a month ago in the week that ended April 22nd, the brand's in-store sales plummeted more than 26%. More than 26%. See, that woman, the marketing moron, it makes New Coke look like genius, you know, uh, honestly, which was until this time the worst marketing idea in the history of marketing in the United States of America. And so this dim-witted woman came in and said, I know, we don't, we don't want that frat boy image. We want to have uh, dress up and make believe and pretend you're a girl image for Bud Light because those are, you know, naturally going to be the uh, next uh, big Bud Might. Bud Light uh, 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 market, that uh, just uh, the dumbest thing ever. And the decline is only accelerating. The week before, sales dropped 21%. The week before that, it was 11%. And, uh, you know, this is, again, ending April 22nd, so they don't have the latest data yet, and it will continue to plummet. I'm uh, told that restaurants and bars are also seeing a similar decline. Bud Light is still the best-selling beer in America by far, said Bump Williams. Bump Williams, the founder, president, and CEO of the agency that bears his name. It's the Bump Williams Agency. And, uh, you know, you remember the, this uh, dim-witted woman from Harvard and Wharton? Uh, it's amazing how many idiots come out of Harvard, isn't it? Barack Obama, this, uh, this dim-witted woman who was given— uh, Can you imagine getting this incredible job at Bud Light to be— that executive vice president or whatever she was in charge of uh, Bud Light sales. It's like, come on, you kidding me? It's like Ford trucks. It's a best-selling vehicle in America. And, uh, and she got it, and she complained that sales are declining and it's becoming less popular because it has this frat boy image. And then the pictures of her at Harvard emerged of her inflating um, flavored and colored condoms at what appeared to be kind of a frat par party and, and chugging bottles of beer. Um, but uh, I, I, this is what liberalism does to people. It's uh, quite an amazing thing. So the sales are plumbing, and that, and that is good. I have, as everybody knows, I have for many years now been a, a consumer of uh, ice-cold Bud Lights in bottles, glass bottles, not those cans shaped like bottles, but uh, in glass bottles. And um, I haven't had one. 
I literally have not had, and I'm not a boycotter. We were talking about this this morning, too. I'm not inclined to boycott anything. I think the idea of boycotting is, you know, what am I, Cesar Chavez? This is, uh, this is stupid. I'm not going to boycott anything. But these dimwits uh, have just been so offensive that, um, and, and so misguided, and it's an assault on our culture and on decency and on sanity and on, uh, you know, the, the, the nature itself, uh, literally on nature itself, because Democrats, you know, I mean, really the, the one word answer is because of Democrats. Uh, and, and so the St. Louis Post-Dispatch has the story on plummeting sales, and they expect the sales to continue to plummet even further, and that is good. Now, uh, uh, again, this is conservatives responding, and not by rioting and looting and sacking and plundering and burning police cars, as Democrats are so fond of doing, at the drop of a transgender hat. What kind of a hat is a transgender hat? Now, they have a lot of different hats. Um, but there's, you know, Alyssa, Alyssa Gordon Hein, what's her name? Heinerscheid. That's, that was uh, clue number one. Hey, really? You hired Alyssa Heinerscheid to head up Bud Light? She went to Harvard and Wharton? Really? Okay. D- is she looking for a transgender influencer to market Bud Light? Yeah, she is. Oh, this is great. So uh, she was uh, suspended, suspended a sentence. She should be banned from business. She should be, she should be sentenced to working at a jack-in-the-box drive-through in El Segundo for the next ten years as a, as a punishment. And then she'd learn a little something about customer service, uh, perhaps. But she's the uh, she's the one. Uh, Harvard called. They'd like their sheepskin back. Uh, honestly. Um, it, they, they make people dumber. She might have been less dumb when she started at Harvard. It's hard to say. But there she is, she's, and she's a hero of the left. So the uh, sales plummeting, I haven't bought one. Uh, I don't know what they have to do to win me back. They've created a couple of stupid commercials that are supposed to be patriotic or something. But you guys really, you know, it was, you know what it reminded me of? <laughs> reminded me of the Democrat that self-immolated on the steps of the Supreme Court on Earth Day last year and killed himself because he doesn't want people putting smoke into the air. So naturally, he's self-immolated. That makes a lot of sense, I think. Uh, just uh, just amazing stuff. Also, there is, a, in addition to Bud Light, Coca-Cola was being pressured to, um, to uh, boycott the, the left-wing radicals who love death more than Al-Qaeda loves death. Left-wing radicals who love abortion so much that they're, they pressure companies, and they've been doing this, these left-wing groups. Uh, it's a big part of the problem that the, the dim-witted Harvard Wharton grads at uh, Bud Light and at Coca-Cola have had. Remember when uh, Coca-Cola uh, be, took out a political uh, position, they staked out a political position over Georgia voting laws, right? And I was like, oh, really? Where do you stand on abortion? Oh, uh, how about the war in Ukraine? You know, I mean, are you running for office or are you selling a, a delicious soft beverage? And I had uh, drunk Coca-Cola pretty much every day of my life since I was probably nine years old. And they decided to get all political on me. Here's the, here's the crazy thing. I'm not really a very political person. I just have a lot of common sense. And I, I recognize what is true and what is not true. I recognize idiocy when I see it. Uh, and there's a lot of it around these days. And the left-wing lunatics, uh, they organize their mentally ill people and create uh, political 
forces, right? They become political forces. And then they advocate for stupid things because they're they're leftists, so they're wrong about everything. And they pressured Coca-Cola, and Coca-Cola jumped in with both feet. They're based in Atlanta. And um, they said, oh, yeah, we're against Atlanta. We're against Georgia's voting laws. Really? Well, I, have you looked at the voting laws in France or South Africa? Uh, because they're a lot more stringent. Oh, you got to have an ID? Really? You know, homeless people have iPhones in the United States of America. Oh, you got to have an ID? What do you mean? You can't vote at 3 o'clock in the morning by dumping a, a box full of ballots into a mailbox-looking thing while wearing rubber surgical gloves, while wearing a ski mask and never showing an ID? Uh, that's, uh, that's, that's too stringent. Uh, pretty, and, but that's what the left wants. They want ballot harvesting, midnight drop boxes, surgical gloves for no fingerprints. They literally started wearing surgical gloves after there was a case where they found fingerprints on phony ballots. And the next night, they were all wearing surgical gloves in, uh, in Atlanta. And the news media was like, what? It was cold. The New York Times literally said it was cold. So in Atlanta, it was cold on Election Day, so they were wearing rubber surgical gloves to stay warm. It's, uh, it's amazing. But in any case, Coca-Cola is being pressured by radical left-wing uh, anti-life lunatics. Um, and, and they're like, you guys, Coca-Cola, you've got to take a stand in states where they have passed um, abortion laws that, that may be pro-life in some cases. And the left-wing radicals, including this Soros-backed, what is it with Soros just is Satan incarnate. He, he wants to destroy the universe. And he's got billions and billions and ill-gotten gains that he's using to do that. Uh, he's gotten a lot of people murdered in the United States with all his radical left-wing pro-criminal uh, prosecutors and so on. But Soros-backed activists push pro-abortion policies on Coca-Cola. And they're pushing this on Coca-Cola. And and they Coca-Cola said, you know what? We had kind of a bad experience with this voting thing. I have, literally have not. I bought a Coke at the Metro 29 Diner and stuff, but I haven't brought a Coca-Cola into my home since they decided to enter the realm of politics. I have not bought a Bud Light, and it's not me; it's them. I'm I'm less political than they are. That might sound, but it's true. I just I don't want everything to be political. The left politicizes everything, and then. Um, and then, uh, you know, I'm, I'm uh, compelled to respond on, uh, on uh, uh, some occasions. And so yesterday, Coca-Cola said, you know what, we'll, you radical left-wing Soros-backed Satan-worshipping after-school Satan Club uh, lunatics are pushing us at Coca-Cola to take a stand state-by-state state on abortion like they're a political organization and not purveyors of a soft beverage because the left is insane and will burn your car if uh, you don't agree with them on something. And uh, by the way, that's the Democrat Party, 100% of the way. And Coca-Cola took it to the shareholders, and you'll never guess what happened. I've got that for you coming right up. Also in Washington, D.C., the police are fleeing the D.C. Police Department like the building is on fire. And uh, yesterday there were four shootings in our little city and lootings all over the place of CVS stores. Why? Was there an issue of some kind? No, this is what the Democrats call normal. And the news media doesn't cover it because they're Democrats 
and it's their children shooting and looting. It's kind of a problem that we have in the United States. We are, of course, at 888-630-9625. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear, around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. All right, so Coca-Cola did something smart instead of doing something stupid. And I've got to say, LifeNews.com has the story, and the Washington Post doesn't because it's not a newspaper. It's a Democrat Party press release masquerading as a newspaper. The headline at LifeNews.com, Coca-Cola shareholders reject proposal to stop selling products in pro-life states, the radical left-wing lunatics and uh, upset that over a dozen pro-life states are actively protecting babies from abortions. A pro-abortion group tried to get Coca-Cola shareholders to agree with a measure to have the huge beverage company stop selling products in those states because, you know, babies and Coca-Cola. But shareholders rejected the radical measure so overwhelmingly that 80%, excuse me, 87% of owners of Coca-Cola stock voted to reject the resolution. They had a resolution. The measure would have pressured the company to oppose and perhaps divest from states that offer legal protections for the unborn. See, this is not the Washington Post for sure. The proposal came from investors, not from the company itself, as shareholders have the right to make such policy proposals at the annual shareholders meeting. And the leftist groups like As You Sow, As You Sow, it's a biblical thing, no sense of irony, these people, which was behind the measure, often uh, try uh, uh, to get corporations to take liberal stances on contentious political issues. Really a good idea on their part. Yeah. Hey, where do you stand on the war in Ukraine? Now, this 87% of Coca-Cola shareholders rejecting the radical left-wing pro-death Uh, Yeah, Coca-Cola should boycott all the states that have rational laws regarding this. And then if they, the lefties, if the radical lefties lefties have their way on this issue, then they'll come back at Coca-Cola on the next issue and demand that Coca-Cola stake out a radical left-wing position on whatever the next issue is. 
Yeah, it it uh, it's race, it's class, it's gender, it's abortion, it's economics, it's uh, because the left is insane, and you know uh, I've been saying this because it's true. They're not liberals; they're the left, and the left is not liberal. Now, the uh, the excellent piece in uh, Life News um, is uh, very. It, 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 it not only does it explain the eighty seven percent of Coca Cola shareholders that said hell no to the radical left wing demand that Coca-Cola start boycotting and sanction states. I got to tell you, you know, you guys are, I I never thought Coca-Cola could go out of business. But now it looks like if they were following the lead of these idiot lefties, Coca-Cola could literally put itself out of business. This is, you know, they're in business to be in business. They're not in politics. You know, if Coca-Cola wants to run for a Senate seat, then go ahead and do that. Uh, And now we go to Senator Coca-Cola. Uh, where does Coca-Cola and 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 now I got to find out where you stand on every political issue if you're going to enter this realm. And I just don't think that's a really good idea in a very polarized country where the left has politicized and polarized everything and they'll burn your house down and loot your neighborhood CVS. So the uh, the vote at Coca-Cola. Uh, also from Life News, the vote at uh, at Coca-Cola came during the same week in which the San Francisco City Council abandoned its boycott of pro-life states because the repercussions were so detrimental to the city. Imagine that. The radical left-wing lunatic San Francisco Board of Supervisors, that's what they call their their city council, abandoned its boycott of pro-life states after city leaders said the action backfired, costing the city money, and created additional red tape. No kidding. The National Review reported that the San Francisco Board of Supervisors voted 7-4 to to repeal their boycott, which prohibited the city government from traveling to and or doing business with 30 states (laughs) that passed what they described as pro-life and other conservative policies. So any policy that the radical leftists disagree with in any state. And that's a good idea. San Francisco says, you know, it's a nation of 50 states, and they refuse to talk to 30 of them, right? They're like high school girls who are upset over, um, you know, a a guy on the football team. And, uh, you know, they have the brains of children and the confused gender dysphoric bodies of adults. Isn't that amazing? So listen to this. The radical left-wing supervisor, Raphael Mandelman, said, it's not achieving the goal we want to achieve. It's making our government less efficient. Well, that that is your actual goal, isn't it? Initially, the boycott applied to conservative states that passed laws regarding LGBTQ issues, you know, like transgender twerking parties for kindergarten, things like that, which they literally love, you know, Florida, you know, can you just keep the transgender, you know, the men's genitals out of the children's faces until after third grade? And they said no. Um, so they're very angry about this stuff. And then when they talk about it and the media talks about it, they always leave out what the bill is actually about. You know, the don't say gay bill. Now, really just said no transgender twerking in the faces of second graders, please. And uh, they refuse to accept that because they're not normal. 
You know, at the Chris Plant store, we have Remember Normal t-shirts and coffee mugs. Uh, also, we're working on, I, I believe we're working on a new, on a new uh, t-shirt. We've got a, we've got a, it might even be a new slogan for the Chris Plant show. Because, uh, you know, the Democrats need a lot of help these days. It, it, here's, I think the new sh- t-shirt is going to be uh, this. Uh, across the chest, it will say, two plus two equals four. That's going to be hard for the Democrats because they, they reject such notions. Yeah, so the, uh, initially the San Francisco City Council, the city government, passed a boycott regarding LGBTQ issues, but San Francisco leaders expanded it in 2019 to also boycott states that passed pro-life laws. Shouldn't that be of lesser importance to to the LGBTQ uh, community, I'm thinking? Is that really a community or uh, people kind of peppered out uh, throughout there? To protect unborn babies from abortion. Um, So the San Francisco dimwits uh, 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 killed that. And San Francisco Chronicle last week, SF repeals its boycott of 30 states <laughs> that passed conservative laws. They're boycotting 30 states. And they repealed it. I didn't see that in the Washington Post. That wasn't on CNN. They didn't cover that. They had a travel ban to the state. Remember when uh, President Trump, they accused him of a travel ban? They've got travel bans regarding 30 states inside the United States of America. These people are mentally ill. It's time we stopped allowing the mentally ill to govern the United States of America. Remember normal, please. Uh, let's go to the uh, telephones, Michael. And um, there's a lot more because this, uh, you know, and I, I found, I did find these, uh, uh, collected some stories. These six companies fund anti-choice extremism. This is uh, an Obama Democrat organization, moveon.org. What do you think org stands for in this case? Uh, moveon.organ? Because the, and uh, here's moveon.org. And they were in um, 2019, they were calling for boycotts of AT&T, Coca-Cola, Disney, Nike, Procter & Gamble, Uber. Is that because Nike has slave labor in China making sneakers for LeBron James? No, it's because somehow Nike gave $99,000 to Republican politicians somewhere. So you're all supposed to boycott Nike. These people are mentally ill. Uh, uh, uh. And then this one made me laugh. I grabbed this one. This is from 2019 also. An organization called Life Hacker. Life Hacker. I'm not kidding. Life Hacker. L-I-F-E-H-A-C-K-E-R. How to divest from corporations funding abortion bans. So wait a minute, you're pro-abortion and you call yourselves life hacker? <laughs> no sense of irony whatsoever. And uh, one American news network, the um, Soros-backed activists push pro-abortion policies on Coca-Cola. And uh, that's in 2023, this, uh, this year, and uh, that's just the other day. And, and uh, you know, life hacker. Uh, surprise, surprise, they're pro-abortion life hacker. Kind of funny, kind of demented, kind of sick. You're a Democrat party. All right, let's go to the phones. Uh, we are at 888-630-9625. Let's go to Greg calling from beautiful Olympia, Washington. Greg, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hi, Chris. Uh, how many 
different companies and corporations in America, do you think the same process is taking place that's happening at Coke? Almost and all of them. To, yeah, and people don't people don't know what what spreading corruption and takeover looks like because they just think of it as a, an amorphous kind of idea. This is a snapshot where they can internalize it and, and conceptualize it and really see this is happening around us and we are, we can't stop it. Um, well, I, you know, let me, let me, and you say, and we can't stop it. Um, Coca-Cola, 87% of their shareholders stopped it. Um, Bud Light has seen a sales drop of more than 26%, and it's accelerating, according to the St. Louis papers. Uh, that is stopping it. San Francisco's lunatic radical left, free needles defecating on the street, mentally ill junkies everywhere, breaking into your home and hitting you in the head with a hammer, uh, city government just canceled their own insane boycott of more than half the country, of more than half the United States of America, because even they recognized that they're insane. Well, they didn't quite get that far, but they saw that it was detrimental to the city. And honestly, you know, Greg, you live in Olympia, Washington. You're on the West Coast. You've probably been to San Francisco a number of times in your life. Would you go there now? I used to live there, and and no, I wouldn't. You used to live in San Francisco, and San Francisco is a beautiful city that the left has literally dumped all over and left uh, hypodermic needles everywhere, and the mentally ill are everywhere. Uh, I got I to gotta tell you, one of the things we got to deal with this in, this in this country, if we had a president of the United States instead of that sock puppet that we have living in the White House, somebody has to take on the matter of mentally ill people just thrown out on the streets of the United States of America because that is a huge, huge problem in every city. I don't know if it is in Olympia, but I bet it is. Trump is the man to do it. And I think once he's in the the White House again, we won't try to shoot him in the butt like we did the last time. I got to tell you, I, I, I am, you know, ever the optimist. I see, and, and again, conservatives are the, the quiet side of the political spectrum. Um, it's why the left went so crazy with January 6th. It's like, wow, look, they behaved like us for about an hour and a half. And uh, there were a, a hundred of them that misbehaved. The rest were walking through slowly, looking up and taking pictures. And, uh, and they want to put everybody in prison because they're the left, and that's what the left does all over the world. And, and I, on January 7th, I came in and I was... I was sad and shaking my head because I said this is this is the biggest gift that the left has ever received from from conservatives in the United States. And they're going to I said the next day they're going to turn this into Pearl Harbor. They're going to turn it into September 11th. They're going to blow this completely out of proportion when it's something that they've done uh, 300 times. Scratch that 800 times in the preceding two years. And. And they, and of course, that's all reparations, and it's wholesome because St. George Floyd, you know, had methamphetamine and fentanyl in his system, and was smoking dope, and you know, committing more felonies, passing counterfeit bills, and resisting arrest, and then he's their hero. 
Um, and the cop is the, you know, every cop is a criminal and all the sinners are saints. Uh, pretty amazing stuff. But, uh, Greg, I, I, see the sh- I sh- see the shareholders at Coca-Cola respond this way, and I'm encouraged. I see Bud Light saying, uh, no, thank you, and, 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 um, and I'm encouraged. Uh, and, and I think that these are victories, aren't they, Greg? Aren't these victories for the good guys? It's, it's a step in the right direction, but the thing is, there's still people. I go online every day, and I spend hours online debating and, and talking with, with people from all over about, you know, from different points of view. And I get the idea that unless there are just a ton of influencers out there, that most of America really doesn't yet know. They really are still believing that today's media is the same as your stepdad's media. Well, that's very kind of you to say that, you know, there is a uh, there is a poll that I brought in today, as a matter of fact, on the uh, the um, uh, news media and on our view of the news media, the, the American people and our view of the news media. And uh, it it could hardly be lower than it is today. Our trust and confidence in the American news media continues to plummet just like Bud Light sales. And that is a very good thing. And, I, I, you know, Greg, uh, the news media has not been paying attention and they, they are not waking up. And I've been saying for years they need to hold a summit. They can go to Aspen, to the Aspen Institute, and hold a summit on why the American people uh, hold them, the news media, in roughly the same regard that we hold child molesters. And part of it is that they're advocates for child molesters, right? I mean, they literally are. That's not a joke. Not a joke, as Joe Biden would say. And I'll have those poll numbers for you. I have them right here. I'm going to share these poll numbers with you in just a minute. But, Greg, uh, you know, the Internet is a uh, and all these these rooms where uh, lunatics go to express their lunatic thoughts. Um, that is, I hope, not representative of the real America. It's a, there's a high concentration of radical left-wing, hate-filled, angry, vituperative lunatics. Uh, and the Democrat Party has secured information dominance in the United States. And that's why, honestly, that's why is there so much hate in America? Democrats is the one-word answer. And, uh, and I've got Greg... You know, have a little faith. It's uh, it's America. We um, we're on the ropes. There is no doubt about it because of the left and the Democrat Party and their information dominance and the media, the most corrupt institution in the United States, America. But there is a uh, there is a great poll I want to share with you and an update on the after school Satan clubs that the Democrats are promoting. Canadian uh, singer-songwriter Gordon Lightfoot uh, died yesterday. It's a big lake they call Gitchigumi. That's what the Chippewa called it. He's a Canadian person. He had these uh, a number of songs in that era that just dominated. And everybody knew these songs. You had to, almost everybody could sing the songs. And, um, you know, and I think he was, uh, he was not Neil Young. Were nice songs, folk music. And, uh, you know, one of the uh, one of the good guys, I would say, unlike Roman Polanski, who's in the news, too. 
Uh, he's, a, he's a Democrat in hiding in France because of that child rape thing. And now he's hanging out with the grown-up child, and the child is hanging up with him. She's all grown up. So uh, let me get to this, this uh, media poll. First of all, from last year, July 18th, media confidence ratings at record lows, record lows from the Gallup Poll Organization. 16% of Americans have a, a great deal or uh, quite a lot of confidence in newspapers, 16%. 11% have some degree of confidence in television news. Now, when your approval rating, honestly, Roman Plansky is a fugitive child rapist, and I think he's got better approval ratings than that. That's your news media. Now, there is a poll out yesterday, the Associated Press. You'd think that they'd, they'd say, hey, wait a minute. Why do we have the approval rating of Saddam Hussein? Maybe we should uh, do something about that. But they don't. Right? Because, well, they're them. Yesterday's headline, Americans fault news media for dividing nation, colon. They love their colons. A-P-N-O-R-C poll shows. When it comes to the news media and the impact it's having on democracy and political polarization in the United States... Americans are likelier to say it's doing more harm than good. This is the Associated Press. They're, they're crying while they're typing this. Nearly three-quarters of U.S. adults say the news media is increasing political polarization in the country. When I shared this, um, uh, this story, this poll yesterday, I, I said, we are a wise people. We are an intelligent people in spite of a corrupt news media. That was my commentary. So, and just under half say they have little to no trust in the media's ability to report the news fairly and accurately, according to a new survey from the Associated Press, NORC, Center for Public Affairs Research, and Robert F. Kennedy Human Rights. That's a pretty long title. Do you have that on your business cards? Got to have two business cards and hold them end to end. The poll released before World Press Freedom Day on Wednesday. Listen, you guys are a tragedy. You're a nightmare. You are the problem. You are the most corrupt institution in America. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.